Hi everyone, welcome to episode 8 of the Rise Like a Phoenix podcast. I hope everyone has had a wonderful week. And if it's your first time listening to this podcast, my name is Christina and I am a certified professional life coach in Singapore. I used to be a troubled young woman who had many issues growing up. And it includes peer pressure, school bullying, eating disorders, low self-esteem and the feeling that I didn't belong. Throughout my transformation journey, I learned many valuable life lessons both in my personal and professional life and my goal is to share my experiences thoughts and knowledge through this podcast to help someone going through a similar experience i had in the past to overcome their challenges so without further ado let's dive straight into today's topic taking action despite fear we will look at how fear prevents us from making decisions when needed and how you can take back your power by taking action instead of letting your circumstances dictate your life We've all been through this situation before. We have a good idea of what should be done, but we get stuck and fail to act for some reason, right? We mull the circumstances over and over again in our heads, but we don't do anything about it. We then wait for life to happen and sort it out for us, and we accept whatever comes our way. There are times when this approach may work out well as things turn out fine anyway, but most of the time, it doesn't. Therefore, we need to develop the courage to make a decision. And yes, that's all it boils down to. Courage. At least I know that's the case for me. I spend some time examining myself during the times when I find challenging to decide what the best course of action is in a particular situation. And I realize that even when it's obvious that one action is the best option, fear stops me from taking that action because I start thinking about the possible consequences and I didn't dare to move forward. Then I begin to think, what about the other action? Well, the outcome of the other action might also be undesirable, so I don't take the action either. Then my mind tells me that I can't stay where I am and I must decide which action to take. And then time and time again, I return to the same fork in the road and yet I fail to take any action, hoping that the next time I return, there would be more clarity. Unfortunately, clarity hardly happens. Eventually, when I do take action, a lot more damage has been done than was necessary. Damage that could have been prevented if I dared to act sooner. I want to highlight a particular example during my early 20s when I was still a junior employee. I was working for a company that was really, really toxic. And mind you, I'm someone with a strong mental attitude and my resilience level is very high. So for me to say something or someplace is bad, it must be really bad. And it was clear to me that the rational action was to quit that toxic job and land myself another role for the sake of my mental well-being. But lo and behold, my indecisiveness kicked in out of fear and I ended up suffering at that job for another two months until things became more and more unbearable and I couldn't take it anymore one day and handed in my resignation letter and never looked back. Within a week, I found myself another job and the new workplace was far better than the previous one. I regretted not leaving my toxic workplace earlier because that additional two months took a mental toll on me. And it took me almost a year to change my perspective of people and workplaces in general. It was totally unnecessary and could be prevented if I had decided to leave that toxic place much earlier. Some people may question, 
if we take action too soon, what if we rush into a decision that we later come to regret? Wouldn't it be better to consider things carefully before we do something reckless or stupid? Well, that's true. However, for most of us, the consideration continues for much longer than it should take. And they use this excuse to justify their inaction. But the truth of the matter is, they just don't want to do what's necessary because they are fearful of the outcome or they simply lack the motivation. Making decisions is a key element when it comes to taking control of your life. It's a skill in itself. Some people just seem to be able to do it better than others. For them, it seems to be an innate ability. Whereas for others, it requires development. You have to practice. You have to flex those decision-making muscles. Life is short. You cannot afford to wait around for things to happen. You have to confront your fear, whether it's a fear of failure or what they call FOMO, fear of missing out, missing out on opportunities that the other action that you didn't take would have. And in order to develop that ability to take action when the situation calls for it, it's ironic that the best way to do it is to tap on a more passive resource. It's acceptance. When you can learn to accept life, you can do more without being paralyzed by fear. Think about it. You can't control everything. This is a fact. You can't predict the future. Well, unless you are a psychic and if you are, you can skip this podcast episode now. And another fact that you should keep in mind is that you will always make mistakes in life, no matter how much you plan. But you can always recover and move on. If you accept all of these, you are well on your way to being able to make difficult decisions. Acceptance is not as difficult as you think. You do it all the time. Do you drive? If you do, you have to take it for granted that the driver in the car coming from your opposite direction is not a lunatic who will run into you. And if you don't drive, I'm sure you have crossed the street at a traffic light. When you cross the traffic light or gotten into a cab with someone else at the driver's seat, you are doing a lot of accepting. You have to put your faith in others, trusting that they are sober and professional drivers who wouldn't run into you or get you into an accident. So how do you do it? Well, you don't have a choice, do you? You have to get to your destination. You wouldn't reach there if you refused to cross the road because of the fear of getting knocked down or refused to get in a car because you are scared that it might get into an accident. It's a risk that you have to take as you know that there is no other choice. In this case, what about applying that acceptance into your decision-making process? Nothing, I say nothing, is guaranteed in life, at least for most of the time. Yes, you may make a mistake, but at least you had the courage to choose. And who's to say that you wouldn't get struck by lightning or get hit by a falling brick if you had decided to take the other path? You just can and wouldn't know that it would have been better if you hadn't acted as you did. Accept this as well. It will provide you with the confidence you need to move forward. And trust me, with confidence, you are already halfway to your destination. So, step up to the plate. Choose and take action. Refuse to be a victim of circumstances. You can do so much more knowing that you 
alone are responsible for the choices that have brought you to where you are in life. And it's the end of my sharing today. If you are interested in getting a life coach to support you on your journey, feel free to send me an email at enquiry at phoenix at gmail.com. Also, for more valuable content, you can follow me on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash riselikeaphoenix2021 or visit my website at www.riselikeaphoenix.biz to find out more about my life coaching services. I also have an ebook called Change Your Mind, Change Your Life, which lists down the secrets of how you can recalibrate your thoughts and turn your life from negative to positive. It's available for purchase on Amazon for $8 US only. I'll link my ebook in my show notes below as well. And yeah, that's all for today. Thanks a lot for tuning in and I look forward to having you again in my next episode. See ya! Bye-bye!